This is On the Block with Brent Axe. On the Block presented by Wildcat Pizza Pub. We welcome you back here on ESPN Radio and QSportsTalk.com. Let's bring them in, folks. So, been chatting with them throughout the season here on Thursdays. Did it on Wednesday last week because we had a Friday night game. But back to that normal schedule. And Holbrook Heating and Air Conditioning helps bring it to you. Tommy DeVito, Syracuse quarterback, with back with us here on ESPN, Syracuse, and QSportsTalk.com. Tommy, hello. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? I am great. It's it's good to have you back here on the program. And, hey, listen, I know uh, you know we're, we're focusing on Florida State here and it's kind of turning that page, but it's the first chance we've had uh, to talk to you since last week. So let's just go back to last Friday. Tell me how that day was for you. It was, it was a day like I have not experienced before. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we had, what time was kickoff, 12? So, kickoff, it was a late That was the late game, game, right. That was the, the Liberty okay, so, game. Yeah, so, we're talking I mean, Friday Night Lights, baby. Albany was new, right, yeah. Yeah, so we, um, you know, normal day, walkthroughs, meetings, everything, you know. And then um, right before we got on the bus, you know, coach called me and said, uh, come down to one of the meeting rooms. And then, you know, he told me Garrett was starting. You know, that was two hours before the game. I mean, all week, everything going into it, there was no indication otherwise. Um, so, I mean, it was a shock to me as well. But, I mean, you know, got to make sure that the team stays in it, keep a level head, and, you know, and then have a discussion afterwards because there was no discussion that was had there. It was something that was had um, Sunday because the game was on Friday, so you know, it's just what it was. And then you know, wait, and if I was going to go in the game, my number was going to when my number was called, you know, just be ready for that opportunity. That's a unique thing to go through in one sense, but two hours before the game, I, I could imagine that's something you, you've never gone through. And being told who's the starter that close to game time—that's even something Coach Babers admitted last week. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, no, I've never been in through anything like that. Um, but you no, know, happens. I guess uh, just adversity. I mean, you just got to keep a positive mind through it. So you get to the game and you win the game and Sean Tucker is a huge game. And, and certainly, you know, Garrett made some plays in that game in the offense overall. But, you know, going through the emotions you were going through, once the game starts and you win the game, how does everything, you know, go away from the emotions you experience before that? And, and you know, you're, you're just into the moment, if you will, and the game playing itself. Right. I mean, in the end, we won the game. That's all you could be happy for. You have to be happy for yourself, for the team. I mean, a win is a win. You can't complain anything about it. So, I mean, I was just happy we got that win. We're 3-1 and one moving on to this week, coming up with Florida State, and uh, we're going to see what's going to come in this game. So then Coach Babers goes to the press conference, Tommy, and it felt like, you know, he really reiterated there that there's some flexibility in this offense. That was the right plan for this game. That doesn't necessarily mean it could be the right plan for the next game. Now, he did mention that, you know, the the quarterback that plays best the previous game gets to start the next game. So we think Garrett's the starter, right? I mean, we'll see what happens on game day because things have been kind of in, in flex here. But knowing there's some flexibility, it seems, in this offense here, I mean, you always have to stay ready no matter what your position is. But how does that approach change for you knowing that, you could be called upon to throw the football just to change up the dynamic of the game. Right. I mean, it, it makes it tough for sure because, you know, you have two different styles of play from two different quarterbacks. I mean, obviously he's more of a run first guy with his legs and does things more with his legs on the ground. And, you know, I'm more in the air. So it's kind of week to week. And, you know, like you said, a situation's going the game, whether the run's working or the run's not working and you have to rely more heavy on the pass game. I mean, 
there's going to have to be a lot of flexibility with the offense. And, you know, I really don't know how things are going to go, but we'll see how it goes moving forward. Tommy, I wanted to get your perspective on that because I think that's the perception, right? You, you're the better quarterback in the passing game. Garrett's maybe the better quarterback with his legs. What's your view on that? Do you hear that and say, no, wait a minute, I can run the ball too? Or or do you agree with that? Do you think that's a fair assessment of, of how the offense should be run? Right, I mean, yeah, that's the assessment that's made. I mean, as far as running, I feel like in the past, in the past couple of weeks, you know, I've used my legs more, you know, to show that I'm able to, if willing, if need be, you know, I'm not going to run if there's a pass and there's a receiver open. Of course, I'm going to throw the ball first. That's just, that's my style of play. But, um, I mean, if there's a run game, I'm able to make the reads that need to be made and get first downs, keep the chains moving. A couple more things on this, and then we'll move on to a couple other uh, things we want to discuss about this game and this team right now, Tommy. But if what, if anything, are you willing to share from that Sunday conversation with Coach? I would imagine it was pretty honest and straightforward and, you know, maybe tough in a way for both sides, given, you know, the history you have with Coach Babers. But what was that like? Right. It was um, it was a conversation that obviously needed to be had. Uh, there's a lot of things brought up, you know, it was from when I first got on campus to now. You know, there's a lot of things discussed, uh, you know, plans moving forward, you know, the questions, you know, that I always had that were going through my head, you know, Friday and Saturday because we had that conversation on Sunday. But um, questions got answered, and, um, you know, I was happy we had that conversation. So since then, you know, go through practice, getting ready for Florida State, how would you describe your role now? What was practice like this week? Were the reps split again? Or how would you characterize what your role's been up to this point leading into this Florida State game? Right. So, yeah, I mean, he got the majority of the reps, um, being that he's going to start the game off. But, um, I mean, that's just, it's nothing new to me. Now it's something that I've done ever since I was, you know, younger. You know, you always just have to, if you're not getting the physical reps, you have to have all the mental reps as possible. So whether that's watching more film and being locked in anytime he's in or any other quarterbacks in, just being locked into the play and, you know, seeing what would you do in this situation, like knowing what you're going to do before the ball is even snapped and then reacting to the defense. So for me, you know, that was kind of back to 2018 with Eric. You know, you you got to be ready whenever your name's called. So, you know, just bringing that mindset back into it and always having that in the chamber for when I'm ready to go. No one is a harsher critic on your game than you. So what's your self-evaluation of your game right now? That's got to be a humbling thing to have to step aside and not be the starter this week. So what are you looking at saying, okay, this is what I have to do better to to get back to where you feel you need to be? But, I mean, just keep the offense moving. I mean, that's what it's going to come down to in the end with the both of us. No matter who's out on the field, whether it's Jacoby or Dylan, I mean, at the end of the day, it's production, keeping the offense on the field, scoring points. So, I mean, at the end of it, whenever my number's called, just make the most of it and you know, score points. Keeping the offense moving. That's something Sean Tucker's doing right now. Let's let's transition to him. He is the second-leading rusher in the nation. He is somebody who, I got to tell you, Tom, you know better than anybody because you're around him every day, but when we get to talk to him on Tuesdays with the media and after the game, sometimes you don't even know if you won or lost the game. You know, Sean, as you know, is just kind of even-keeled guy and kind of does his thing and, you know, very quiet-mannered. But I feel like that's an approach that's going to help him a little bit now because he's getting more of the shine and opposing teams certainly are preparing for him more. How have you seen Sean's growth as a player? And do you agree that that, that could be the best approach for him to kind of handle all this newfound fame uh, that, that's coming his way? No doubt. I mean, from when I first met him, you know, he was always a quiet dude. Kind of the same way he acts towards you guys is the same way he used to act towards us in the locker room. But right now... If you know the dude and he's like real comfortable around you, this dude does not stop talking. Come on. Non stop. Really? 
Nobody knows nobody knows that side of him. He cracks jokes. He's a funny dude, man. But um, no, definitely between the lines of, you know, we're on the field, you know, everything is serious, everything's focused. Um, you know, I think the way he's going about handling himself and the way that he is is good, especially when you're brought that new quote unquote fame, as you'll say. Um, because you know, it's a lot, you know, a lot of times it can get to people's heads, you know, it can alter play, but I think he's I think he's playing it well, you know. I think what he's doing is right. I'll just tell him to just have fun and enjoy a little bit more. But besides that, I mean, he's doing what he has to. So there's got to be an adjustment there. As we mentioned, you can kind of be part of it because if I'm Florida State, I'm saying, man, I'm doing everything I can to stop this kid. Doesn't mean they can. That's what good players do. No matter what the plan is and no matter what you see, they play through it here. But the added attention he's going to get in that running game is going to be interesting because that worked last week against Liberty, but this is a whole new week and a whole new team. So as you're preparing for Florida State here, what are the challenges there, and, and do you feel like you can continue to, to kind of have this style of offense against a team like that? Right. It's just going to be a chess game, you know. Obviously, what we see on film, you know, anybody could switch up week to week based off of the teams that they were playing before. So potentially coming into this game, they could see Sean Tucker and just, just stack in the box. I mean, then it's a chess match at that point because then it's going to be us throwing the ball and finding different ways to get him the ball and be as efficient as possible. Or it can be the other way around. They could think that, okay, we're going to play them the same way other teams have, but we just have a little twist on things, and that's just going to be for adjustments and us to figure out. But, I mean, we're, we're going to find out as a snap of the football because, you know, college football is all about adjustments, and, you know, no, no team is I – would, I, would, I don't want to use the word dumb enough, but no team <laughs> – it would not be smart for another team to just leave five people in the box and let him run the football all day unless they don't want to have a good ending of the day. But um, I'm looking forward to it. Tommy, uh, you've been there. You've been to Doe Campbell Stadium. It's a place Syracuse has not won yet. Still looking for that first win. And the, the chant going, and it's going to be about 88 degrees at kickoff. And you, So you've, you've been through this. You know the sights and the sounds and the senses of it. Uh, going back there, uh, having been there before, how important is that for you know, not only yourself, but what you can relay to Tucker and other players that have not gone through it yet? Right, that it potentially could be loud. I mean, that's an 0-4 team. But if you watch the film, they don't play like they're an 0-4 team. I mean, you know, they were in a lot of the games that they were in. Um, you know, mishaps happened. You know, they shouldn't have lost that game to Jackson State or Jacksonville State, whatever team it was that they played. But, um, you know, they're a team that's – their back's against the wall right now. They're going to be clawing. They're going to be do anything they can for a win. And we just can't be that team to give it to them because – we need to play our game as well. This is our first in-conference game. You know, we have to make the most of it. We have to come out, establish our game on offense, defense, and special teams, and have a very clean game. Tommy, we appreciate you coming on. No, it's been a, you know an interesting week for you, but uh, you know, as they say, another week comes and you get ready for it. And as you noted, the Florida State's a desperate team, and uh, they're certainly going to play like it's Saturday, three thirty kickoff for this one. We're looking forward to uh, seeing how this one plays out, and looking forward to chatting with you again next week. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Tommy. It was good to see you, by the way, earlier this week when you were uh, hopping around the uh, Galaxy Media Studios, my friend. <laughs> you too. Thanks. Thanks, Tommy. That's a Tommy DeVito, folks, Syracuse quarterback. Holbrook Heating and Air Conditioning makes it possible for you. We'll break on that note, react to that a little bit, get ready for Mike McAllister, top of the hour. Still here from Coach Babers coming up uh, throughout the show. We're jam-packed, baby. Stay right there.